welcome to the Creating Us podcast, hosted by the Office of Leader in Culture Development. My name is Jason Weber, your host, and I'm excited to be with you as we continue our journey through the simple truths of leadership. All right, welcome back, everyone. I'm, you know, this week we begin a new section of the book. And this section is going to be heavily influenced and written by Randy Conley, who, again, if you have not listened to episode 50, please make sure you go back and listen to it because it's just that good. But this section is trust in relationships. You hear me talk about the value and the necessity for effective relationships at work all the time. So as we think about our lesson, it's titled, There's No Trust Without Us. We're talking about the need for having willing and open workplace relationships. Now, we could look at this in a number of different directions. If you look at the literature around trust, you've got different models. There's a company called the Trusted Advisor. They've got a trust equation. You have Charles Feltman, who Brene Brown references, who's got his model. You've got other, you know, uh, Randy Connolly gives us the ABCD model. There's all these different models. But the bottom line is trust is behavioral. And it's relational. Now, we allow trust to go to specific lengths or areas based on what I would say the environment. When I'm at work, I'm going to trust you with certain things. You know, Rachel Botsman talks about this where she says, you know, in the workplace, we need to really think about what is it that we're trusting people with? Am I trusting them with my personal secrets? No. Am I trusting them with tasks and responsibility in the office? Yeah, I am. And so those are different elements of trust. So regardless of how you want to look at it, the bottom line is trust is relational. It requires more than one person. As Randy Connolly says, it's two people willing to take a risk and be vulnerable in front of each other with the expectation that the other won't take advantage. You know, when we think about trust in the workplace, it's constantly being tested. How are we evaluating, you know, the interactions that we have with other people? If I don't, if I trust somebody with a with an action or a responsibility and I don't like how it turned out, is that going to impact trust? Probably. I mean, honestly, we, we look at trust as very uh, task by task, situation by situation. And so it's important that we understand that we continue focusing on developing effective relationships. Because if we truly want to be able to move forward, if we truly want to be able to create meaningful and impactful relationships, then we have to be able to trust at some level. In the Making Common Sense, Common Practice section, uh, Randy Conley starts off with a quote. Abraham Lincoln purportedly said, I don't like that man. I must get to know him better. Now, I love that quote, regardless if Abraham Lincoln said it, because it highlights so many things. And for example, years ago, I mean, when I was young, right, we're, we all grow, we all mature. But when I was a lot more immature, uh, I would approach things where oh, I don't like them. I don't want to be around them. I don't like them. I don't I don't want to interact with them. Oh, I don't like them. I don't want to. I'm not going to give them anything. And I would put up these silos and barriers. 
But what this quote says to me is, hey, I don't like that man. I must get to know him. What that's saying to me today is there's a there's a disconnect in our working relationship. Again, working relationship. But there's a disconnect, and I need to be the one willing to put the first foot forward. I need to be the one willing to do that. Now, does that mean the other person's going to just openly trust me and, and go with that? Probably not. But again, someone's got to start, right? Someone's got to start. And so there are a number of ways that we can do this. And one of the big things is, all right, so I'm going to take that first step and I'm going to develop a relationship with somebody on my team. But what do I say? What do I do? When we talk about... When we talk about getting to know someone, we talk about relationships. Here's one angle that I would offer. Think about your best friend. Think about your significant other. Think about, you know, those individuals that you associate with the most. What do they have in common? I would offer that they have things that you really enjoy. They have behaviors or interests or hobbies that are very similar to yours. So you look for connections. You know, those people that we associate with, we want there to be a connection. Whether it's we just get along, there's just something there. We have a similar sense of humor or, I don't know, fill in the blank. But I would offer that one element of developing effective relationships is finding a commonality right? Uh, maybe it's a good thing. Maybe it's a we both don't like whatever. Hopefully it's not a person because I don't encourage that, right? But we find a commonality. And when we have that commonality, then we can allow that relationship to grow. So if I have somebody who, according to this Abe Lincoln quote, I don't like that man, I must get to know him better, then we need to be able to inquire. We need to be able to ask these questions. Randy Conley gives us a few, and I would always encourage Wordsmith, play with these a little bit. See what makes the most sense for you. But I want to go through this list. And these questions could be, what brings you joy? Or what, like, what do you love about the work that you do? What makes you happy? What really makes you angry? And hopefully the answer isn't me. I'm kidding, by the way, but at the same time, I'm also serious. But what really makes you angry? Who is your hero? What motivates you to work hard? What is your favorite thing about your job or career? What is your favorite book and why? Or what kind of music do you listen to? Who's your favorite? Why? If you could choose to do anything for a day, what would it be? You know, when you're not at work, what are some of your hobbies? Tell me about your family. Uh, where'd you grow up? You know, what do you what do you love most about this community or whatever? These are the questions where we can start to get to know each other. You know, an activity that I'll do a lot of times with teams is I'll say, you know, we'll go around the room when we're introducing each other. And I'll do this with teams who have been together for a number of years. And I'll even do this with teams who are brand new. And the question is really simple. What's one thing most people don't know about you? Again, what is one thing most people don't know about you? And go around the room. Hey, here's my name. Here's what I do. And here's one thing most people don't know about me. And it, it, the reason I like that question is by having that word most people, because if they say, oh, I've already got a best friend, they know everything about me, not everyone's going to. So it kind of diffuses that and gives you an opportunity to learn more. Let me tell you, 
I've had people make connections because they were both beekeepers. I mean, what? Like we're at work and all of a sudden one person's like, I'm a beekeeper and someone else goes, oh, so am I. Oh my gosh. And boom, instantly connected. Have you ever seen that? Like you're in a room, somebody says something and all of a sudden, boom, you're totally connected. That's what we're talking about. But if we're not willing to take that first step, if we're not willing to be the one to ask the question, then we're going to be stuck and we're going to continue spinning our wheels in frustration and really the space of unknown. So I want to encourage you, think about those individuals in at work who you may not know very well. Get to know them. Ask them a couple questions. Find out what they like to do. Tell, you know, find out a little bit more about them and find those connection points. And even if there aren't none, that ability to be able to ask and be genuinely focused on them is going to help the relationship, period. I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode of the Creating Us podcast. If you have any comments or questions, please let me know at jason.weber at ttu.edu. Until next time, take care.